He inhabits the praises of his people. When you need God to get involved, all you have to do is begin to praise the Lord. In the pit, in the prison, in the dark time, in the good, in the bad, in the ugly. When you begin to praise God, something has to happen. Amen. Amen. Do you believe that tonight? If you believe that one more time, would you clap your hands and would you give God a great praise? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to the book of Psalms. 115 verses 17 and 18 the book of psalms i'm sorry media team i'm pulling an audible on you one more time i feel like god just wants there to be a praise in this house tonight and that's what we're going to preach on for the next few moments is that all right psalms 115 and 17 Give honor to Pastor Myers, Sister Myers. Don't we love the leadership of this great church? Amen. Amen. Brother Richie said it right. He is a man of vision. And I thank God for vision because where there is no vision, the people perish. But when you have a watchman that will ascend to the top of the, the wall and he can come down with a vision and make it plain and hand it off to us, we get to run because we get to read the vision. We get to execute the vision. Aren't you thankful to be an executor of the vision? Aren't you glad that you have an opportunity to serve in a place with vision? Amen. Give honor to Pastor and Sister Myers, to Bishop and Dr. Myers. I love them so much. Give honor to you, Bishop, Dr. Myers. Just some of the finest people in all the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Amen. Of course, to the Ritchie family. To the leadership of this great church, this is just one awesome place to call home. Amen? Amen. Psalms 115 and 17, the Bible says, The dead praise not the Lord, neither any that go down into silence. But we will bless the Lord. Who's we? Somebody say me. I'm we. You are. But we will bless the Lord from this time. And forevermore, praise the Lord. What an awesome finish to that. Praise the Lord. Amen. For the next few moments, with the help of the Holy Ghost, I want to preach to you on this subject. Dead men don't dance. Would you set your Bibles down? Would you lift your hands one more time? And could we ask that God would minister to us in this house today? Lord, I love you. I thank you for your word. I thank you for the people of God. I thank you for the anointing that is in this room. Come on, really pray for just a few moments until you feel something beginning to shake. Until you feel something beginning to move in your life. Would you call upon the name of the Lord right now? Lord, we need your anointing. We need your anointing, God. Come on, let's stir up the gift for just a moment. Don't get in a hurry here. In the name of Jesus. Come on, lift your voices a little bit higher. Come on, I want us to shake this place before we go any further right now. Come on, let's shake this place. 
In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I don't know about you, but I feel like having church here tonight. It's Sunday night and I feel like having an apostolic move of God. It's already here. Will you flow with me for the next few moments? Because I feel like leaving this place with Satan bruised under my feet. If you're going to respond to the word of the Lord for the next few moments, would you start this with the praise unto God right now? Hallelujah, Jesus, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. Amen. Amen. Turn to your neighbor before you're seated and say, God can. Amen. Please be seated in Jesus' name. The Bible declares that such were some of you. What were you? I'm sure that there is a variety of things represented in this place that you used to be. But because he called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light, we are here tonight but by the grace of God. I have made up my mind looking back over this year. I only see the goodness of God. Looking back over 2021, God's been good to us. God's been good to his body. God's been good to the church of the most high God. I look back over this year and I see many that have received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I see many that have been baptized in Jesus name. I see many miracle signs and wonders that have taken place. And I don't know about you, but when I look over this year, I can't help but just thank God for the goodness and the mercy that has followed me all the days of my life. The Bible said that he called you out of darkness. He brought you into his marvelous light. He took you from what you were and made you into who and what you are today. And I thank God for the power of salvation. I thank God that I have the revelation of who he is. And I thank God that I have the revelation of how to get into covenant with him. I thank God tonight that I know that except a man be born again of water and of spirit, he shall not enter into the kingdom. And the, the man in, in that text, he asked, he said, how can a man... Be born when he is old. And I love what Jesus told him. He said, you're thinking with the flesh. This birth is not a fleshly birth. But if you notice the wind bloweth where it listeneth and thou hearest the sound thereof. He said, that's going to be something like the spirit. There's going to be a sound when the spirit of God begins to move into a place. 
And some of us, we were bound by addiction and we were bound by depression and we were bound by the darkness of the world. And then a preacher started preaching, you must come out. You must be baptized. You must be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. And in a moment, the word found found some soil that was ready to receive the word of the Lord. And you lifted your hands. You repented of your sins. And God brought you out of who you were. And he began to make you into who you are today. I thank God that I found salvation in Jesus' name. He put his light in you. You you were grafted. You, you were brought into the light. That original light. It is in John chapter 1 that he said that I am the true light which lighteth the world. That true light literally means the alpha light. He said I am the beginning light. I was the light that said in the beginning God said let there be light and I'm the light that's lighting you now. There's not a multiplicity of gods. There's one Lord and that one Lord filled you with himself. And I thank God for the power of salvation. You're here today and you've never experienced the marvelous light of salvation. Your one trip to an altar with your hands raised, repenting of your sins, and God will fill you with himself. But get this, not only is God going to get on the inside of you, then we give you the opportunity to be baptized in Jesus' name. And that's going to get you inside Jesus Christ. Because he said, I will be in you, and you in me, and I will be in the Father. That's how we get into covenant with Jesus Christ. He brought us out of all of that and he made us into this what we are today. We may not be much, but anything we are is by the grace of God. I'm standing here today. I'm alive by the grace of God. I'm alive by the mercy of God. I've got the greatest thing pulsating through me that this world has ever seen. And I'm thankful to be filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. He gave me life and that much more abundantly. He gave me ability to get up when I fall. He gave me the ability to be more than I ever could have been bound by the world. I'm here today because I've got life beyond the grave. I've got a life beyond this world. I've got a life. I'm thankful for the life that lives on the inside of me. We've got a life living on the inside of us. I'm thankful today that God put his breath inside of us. And it is of that very breath that he said, let everything that has breath praise ye the Lord. But you see, life is defined by this one characteristic, and that is you have vitality. The essence or the condition of being alive, the state of existence characterized by such functions. Watch, growth, reproduction, and response to stimulus. So let's look at the first characteristic of what it means to be alive. You have to be able to grow. Whether you grow out or up, you have the ability to grow if you're alive. And if that is in the physical, so is it in the spiritual. There's never a point. You see, if you're really alive in Christ, There's never a point that we should stop growing. 
There's never a point uh, that we should get comfortable in who we are in Christ Jesus. Uh, the Apostle Paul said, I press toward the mark uh, of the high calling in Christ. It's a daily thing. Uh, I've got to get up and grow in Jesus. Uh, I've got to get up and press. Uh, I've got to get up and make myself expand my territory. The meaning of life is the ability to grow in the physical. And so is it in the spiritual. Everybody here today, you ought to be growing in God. You should not be the same person in God tonight that you were the beginning of this year. We should be able to look back over this year and say, I'm not the same believer I was. I'm not the same man or woman of God I was. I've grown in Christ Jesus. should be growing it was the apostle that said young men you've overcome the wicked one that was the step up from being a babe on milk Uh, you see you go from being a babe in this uh, digesting the easy thing the milk and then you become a young man that overcomes the wicked one and then you become a father which is one that can reproduce in the kingdom And you see, that's the second type uh, that shows that there is life inside of somebody. The ability to reproduce. you got to hear me. We should be making disciples uh, in this walk with God. i got three amens on that one. If you are alive in Christ Jesus, uh, a characteristic uh, of being alive in Christ uh, is knowing uh, that you are making other creatures uh, in Christ Jesus. Uh, I ask you, when's the last time we taught a Bible study? Uh, When's the last time we witnessed to somebody? Uh, When's the last time we shared uh, this marvelous truth? Uh, We've got to be making disciples. Uh, If you are a disciple, you ought to be making a disciple. Come on, I pray I put a burden in you uh, to start a Bible study tonight. Uh, I pray I put a burden in you uh, to bring somebody with you to church uh, on Wednesday night. Uh, I pray I put a burden in you uh, for you to start a small group. Uh, I pray I put a burden in you uh, for you to open up your home uh, and say, let me tell you about the goodness of God. I've never got good news that I was afraid of sharing, Bishop. I've never had good news that I was afraid to tell somebody about. Either this is the good news or it's not the good news. I want to know, is there anybody on a Sunday night that wants to see the greatest influx of souls that we've ever seen? The only way it's going to happen is if we take responsibility and start winning the lost. Jesus said, I came to seek and save that which was lost. If he came to the lost sheep of Israel, if he came so that he might save, how much more? How much more? How much more should everybody under the sound of my voice uh, that was afar off, uh, but God did away with that partition, that thing uh, that kept us away from the glory, uh, that thing that kept us away from filling the Shekinah, but God did away with it. Uh, he rent the veil, and when He rent the veil, uh, He made it capable for you and I uh, to get lost in His presence. Uh, I don't come in here on Sunday uh, and on Wednesday just to feel the presence of God. Uh, I come in here to go back out there and tell anybody and everybody about the goodness of the Lord. It's a part of being alive. You've got to be winning somebody. 
you've got to be reaching for somebody. You've got to be reaching for somebody. I pray that somebody leaves this place with a burden for the loss like you've never had tonight. I pray that somebody in this place won't just take a good Sunday night service and let it wear off come Monday morning. But when you wake up tomorrow, you're going to look for a witnessing opportunity. You're going to look for somebody that you can share the good news with. The last characteristic of knowing if you're alive is your ability... To be able to feel. And the only way that you know that you can feel is if you respond to what you're feeling. You see, if my wife pinches me, I'm going to say, ow, because it's something that I can feel. And I respond to that which I am feeling. So if you are alive in Christ Jesus and he comes into the room. And he starts moving throughout the building. And you are really alive. And you can really feel his presence. How much more? How much more should we now that are alive in him prove to him? I feel you in this house. I feel you moving. I feel you in the building. I felt you come in during song service. I felt you come in. And if you feel him, then you ought to respond to what you're feeling. Only dead men don't dance. Because if you are alive in Christ, you can't help but respond to what you're feeling when the anointing fills the house. If you are really alive in Christ Jesus and you begin to feel the presence of God, if you really have the beat of the heart of the Spirit and He comes in the room, I can't help but do a little dance. I can't help but do a little rejoicing because I feel my Savior. The dead praise not the Lord. The dead praise not the Lord. Neither any that go down into silence. There's something about the mark of silence that is a representation of death. That's why when the child is born, they've got to hear the sound of life. They've got to hear the cry of life. I wonder in this place tonight if there is a cry of life that could rise up in this house on a Sunday night. And you would say, I'm alive in Christ Jesus. I've got a voice. I've got a shout. I've Come on, if you're alive in him, you ought to let him know for just a moment. You don't know what I'm going through, preacher. You don't know about my child, preacher. Well, you guess what? Paul said, when I fall, I shall arise. It's not a matter of if you fall. It's a matter is the life in you strong enough to get you back up, back on your feet and shouting again.
Psalms 103 and 1. A psalm of David. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. uh, Who forgiveth all thine iniquities. uh, Who healeth all thy diseases. uh, Who redeemeth thy life from destruction. uh, Who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. uh, Who satisfieth my mouth with good things. Watch, so that thy youth is renewed. Like the eagle. What in the world is this phrase of being renewed like the eagle doing at the end of a psalm of praise? Why is it talking about this renewal process uh, after a psalm of praise? Because praise uh, is that thing uh, that can find you uh, has been uh, broken uh, and hurting. Uh, But when you begin to praise the Lord. When you begin to open your mouth with a declarative praise that says, I'm not defined by my storm. I'm not defined by my trial. I'm not defined by what I'm going through. I'm here today. The rebirth of the eagle is that by the time an eagle reaches the age of 30 or so, its physical condition has deteriorated to the point that survival is now difficult. Its talons lose their flexibility, and it cannot properly grip its prey. Its beak becomes dull and bent, and its feathers grow thick and heavy, sticking to its chest and impairing its flight ability. Then the bird retreats to a mountaintop, where over a five-month period, where it knocks its beak off, and it begins doing it by banging it up against a rock it plucks its talons out and then it plucks out all of its feathers each stage producing a regrowth of the removed body part that renews the eagle and allows it to live another 30 to 40 years What was it about the rebirth of the eagle? How could David have known about this process? In my mind's eye, I like to see him hiding in the the caves as Saul is trying to kill him. I like to see him retreated into the wilderness, afraid of everything that's going on around him. And then all of a sudden, he sees an eagle at the top of a mountain. And it's taking everything off. It's stripping itself of its identity uh, but through the process uh, of stripping itself of its identity it comes out uh, something it never could have been before uh, it comes out uh, stronger than it was before uh, it comes out uh, with the ability to do uh, oh I wish somebody would hear me tonight uh, when you begin to praise God uh, in the storm uh, when you begin to praise God uh, when it's not easy uh, when you begin to praise Praise God in the cave, in the valley, when everything's against you. God says, I'll renew you. I'll restore you. Somebody ought to show God, I'm alive in this house.
I got a little bit of praise coming over me right now. Some of y'all have been defined by your trial for long enough. Some of y'all have been defined by your storm long enough. I've come today to tell you only dead men don't dance. And even when I die, the Bible says there's a trumpet that's going to sound. And this dead is going to put on immortality. This mortal is going to come up out of the grave. Because when you are alive in Christ, no grave, no problem, no situation, no trial. Somebody needs to come up out of your mess. Let everything that has breath praise. You ought to dance. You ought to rejoice. You ought to shout. respond right now only the dead can't feel what's in this house right now only the dead can respond to the flow there's power in this house there's anointing in this house let everything that has breath you ought to shout up out of your prison you ought to shout up out of your cave you ought to shout up out of your sickness Come on, there's some of y'all that need the renewal. There's some of y'all that need a new identity. You just begin to praise God. Pentecostals forget the pedigree of our birth there was a sound in an upper room and there were some folks up there that had a demeanor of some drunk people because when you get the life of the Holy Ghost living on the inside you can't compose yourself it blessed my soul this morning to see Milton right here he began to praise the Lord not Milton his dad he began to praise the Lord and I watched him get all caught up in the Holy Ghost and that brother just started praising God 
He didn't care who was around him. He didn't care who was looking at him. I just watched him get all caught up in the Holy Ghost. Because when you get caught up in the Holy Ghost, when you get caught up in your apostolic identity, when you get caught up in who you are, you're focused on one thing. I came into this place broken, but I'm leaving whole. I came into this place hurting, but I'm leaving healed. I came into this place diseased, but I'm leaving freed. I came... I wish somebody in this house would let your voice go. I wish I feel the Holy Ghost shout. I feel somebody. Come on, Paul and Silas. Shout your way out. Come on, turn and say. If you need a dancing partner, get a dancing partner. But some of y'all need to get your identity back. Some of y'all need to renew yourself in the Holy Ghost. Let everything, let everything, let everything. to get ready to sing again and I can feel some of y'all spirits right now this is just emotionalism I've seen emotionalism I've seen it when your team wins or scores or at the last minute they catch that that touchdown that shifts the game and it goes into overtime and you get the extra point I've watched how we respond in those situations. That's emotionalism. This is understanding that when you begin to open your mouth and you begin to move your feet, things literally begin to change. Situations literally begin to be redirected. This isn't emotionalism. This is who you are. This is how you change a circumstance. This is how you change what you're going through. When you begin to praise anyhow, when you begin to rejoice anyhow so guess what I'm dancing out of my grave clothes I'm dancing out of who I was I'm If you're in the back and you've got breath, shout unto the Lord. If you're in this altar and you've got breath, shout unto the Lord. Come on, let's worship Him until you feel your strength, until you feel your deliverance.
us to do for just a second. We're going to praise the Lord together. Young men, find somebody to link up with. Ladies, men, find somebody. Link up with somebody right now. I believe in the power of unity. Now I want you to take that hand that you're holding on to. And I want you to lift it unto heaven together. And when I say in Jesus' name, I just want you with your voice to let out a Holy Ghost praise. And I just believe that as you're connected with the person next to you, one's going to start putting a thousand to flight and two's going to start putting ten thousand to flight. And I just believe that something in this house is going to begin to shake. I feel like that there is a true prison breaking moment uh, for some folks in this place uh, that feel like uh, you have been you've been bound you've been chained up you've been in the darkness of life and you've made up in your mind I'm coming out when you hear in Jesus name I want you to let your voice go and they're going to begin to sing and praise God and I want everything in this room to let there be a sound of victory to let there be a sound of deliverance are you ready one, two, three, in Jesus' name. Come on. Now let victory reign through your voice. Let victory reign through your fellowship. Let victory reign through the unity. Come on. Let everything that has breath. Shout until it breaks. Come on. Pray for that person until it shatters. Only the dead praise not the Lord.
before we leave, if you're praising, I want you to keep praising. But I want everybody to lift your hands. This has been a day we've had. We went into some strong spiritual warfare this morning. And we have shouted and we have praised God tonight. And I feel like God wants to pour virtue back into us right now. Is that all right? God wants to restore virtue in every soul that's in this place that has given your strength to the work of God today. Would you lift your hands all across the house? Lord, right now, I pray for a restoration of strength and virtue, God. I pray, God, that you would pour back into them as they have poured out, Lord. I pray, God, that virtue would be restored into their minds and into their hearts and into their souls, God. I pray that when they wake up in the morning, God, that they would feel stronger in the kingdom than they've ever felt. That they would have an urgency to witness. That they would have an urgency, God, to do the work of heaven, God. Let them leave this place with such a strength with such a fervor with such a fire God to do the work that is at hand come on I want you to begin to lift your voices one more time I would just want you to begin to ask God pour it back into me God pour it back into me God come on that's it as long as you want to continue that continue you're free to go whenever you're done in Jesus name